Thank you for being here with us tonight for our Tuesday evening worship celebration. Pray with me around this thought. I only want to do what the Father is doing. I will do what the Father is doing. Father, thank you for this time and opportunity. Bless this word and your people. In Jesus' name, amen. I love the way the late Linda Holly's um, Methodist pastor starts her living prayer chapter in her book, Jesus and Those Bodacious Women. She says, in the beginning, God stepped out into space and looked around at the nothingness, at the chaos and emptiness all around. God said, I will make me a world. As far as the eye of God could see, there was blackness everywhere. The blackness was deeper than a thousand midnights in a cypress swamp. And God said, I will have light. So the thunder rolled and lightning flashed and the sun appeared in the sky. I'm sure some of you are th you all are thinking, Lisa, that goes with John's first gospel, first chapter of his gospel, but stick with me. I'm headed somewhere as we approach this new year and think about all of the resolutions that we tend to make at the beginning of each new year. Linda Hollis goes on to paint the picture of what God said. She said, what we see here is God's I will. God's I will brought the moon and the stars and the galaxies whirling and swirling in, in the skies. God's I will was batting of his eyes that gave us oceans and seas, rivers and lakes. God's I will decreed trees and forests, meadows and grass green. The wonder of creation, the majesty of our world and the splendor of the universe were designed all by God's divine I will. The I will of the heavenly council came together and decided to create human beings in their image. Holly says, so like a great mother bending over her child, the God of eternity stooped down and gathered a lump of clay, molding and shaping it into the form with a gentleness and sureness that were clear. The creator designed our first parents. As we enter into this new year, I invite you to notice and pay attention to what your I wills are. What are you speaking into your own life? What have you declared for this 2022 year? It does not matter what you do or do not have in the bank today. God does not care about your weight, your complexion, your job status, or your relationship status. God is not impressed with your credentials or your vehicle or where you live. I believe God is concerned with two things. Did you seek him? when you were making your resolutions and what are you doing with the divine I will he placed in you in the beginning of your time here in the earth realm. You see this I will can move you from being in the dumps to living in the heights of God. This divine I will can change the trajectory of your life from settling to soaring. This heavenly I will can be accessed any time of day or night. All you have to do is seek God. One writer says the difference between those who make strides and achievements in their lives and those who don't is in direct proportion to the access that you give God to God. And I'd like to add, and how well you're embracing your divine I will. So I came with one question tonight. Have you determined how you will make a difference? I want to know have you declared that I will have dominion over my circumstances? I will help others. 
I will love myself and attract love into my life. I will serve God with everything in me. I will seek God and what he's doing because I know that when I seek first the kingdom of God and all that God is doing, the things I desire will be added to my life. God reminds us of his awesomeness and authority in our Isaiah scripture where he rattles off a list of things that he's already done. He says, I am the Lord, and just in case you have another one, I am your holy Lord, holy one, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves, and then, then they drowned, their lives snuffed out like a smoldering, smoldering candle wick. And then in verse 18, he says, but forget all of that because it is nothing compared to what he's going to do in your life. He says, I'm doing something new. See, I've already begun. Don't you see it? People of God, if the creator of the universe has admonished us to forget anything that might have given us pause and to lean into the new thing that he's doing in our lives, my suggestion is that we do just that. The Isaiah scripture encourages us not to dwell on the past. Don't build our resolutions on things to impress other people because your I will will cause you to focus on the new while you remember that this is the Lord's doing. Psalm 118 says it like this. This is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. As you enter into this new year, search for signs of God's loving presence as you make decisions. Look for the little pleasures God has laid alongside your pathway, sometimes in the most unconventional places, and remember to thank him for each one of them. Your thankfulness will keep you close to him and will help you find joy in your journey. As you yield to what the Father is doing in your life and affirm your I will in this new year, please know that these three things that Jesus taught us in the fifth chapter of John's gospel will empower you. Jesus said, know that God is always working and so is he. You will have some haters who will try to stop what God is doing in your life. But I'm going to lisarize this. If God is for you, it doesn't matter who's against you. Even the Jewish leaders tried pretty hard to find a way to kill Jesus, but it didn't work. Know that no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. Secondly, know that you can't do this alone. In verse 19, Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can, only, can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son does also. So please don't go into this year feeling like you are in it alone. Please understand that each day that we're giving is a precious gift from God. The present moment is where God wants to meet us. So seek him with your whole heart and only do what he's requiring of you. And finally, know that the Lord wants to astonish you. In verse 20, we find these words. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. And so if God has the same love for us that he has for Jesus, the father will show us how to do even greater works than just the healing work that we are doing from Richmond Hill. He promises that we will then be astonished. So in closing, when you embrace these three thoughts, 
your I will will change. You will declare, I will dream impossible dreams and fight unbeatable foes. Your I will is a gift from God. Your I will is a mandate for you to be open to the creativity of the creator. Your I will can give you the ability to change your circumstances, to follow your divine path, and to live a life pleasing to God. All things are possible to the one who believes that their I will is completely dependent upon what the Father is doing. You've been chosen and anointed by God. You've been filled with the Holy Spirit. And because you're joint heirs with Jesus, who is the Son of God, and he only does what God is doing, I suggest we might want to consider our resolutions as we enter into this 2022 year and make our declaration, I will only do what the Father is doing. Amen.